Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I'm Victoria Lang, along with Joe and Connor. Hopefully Rob will pop in. I, we don't know where he's at. If you see him, just like come on the screen. Just pretend like he's been here the whole time. Um, if not, pretend like I'm not saying this right now. So That's the best way to handle Rob. Yeah. Just like, like you don't see him till he pops in. Yeah. Rob cometh and Rob leave. <laughs> Pretty much. Today, I also am drinking out of my favorite cup my Shrek cup that I got at McDonald's when they had those petition to bring those back. Now that Joe Biden is officially president and we can worry about other things, petition to bring back the Shrek cups at McDonald's. You know, honestly, can I say something? And, you know, Connor and I have had a lot of discussions recently about this election and, and really again, at the end of the day, what changed, but we swapped out one, um, slightly more coherent and sane per, old person for, for the other. But I think that's exactly it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're thinking about Shrek cups and that's <laughs> probably a really good feeling. I would think for liberal women across America who from everything I've understood, Connor, they've been drunk for most of the last four years uh, in trying <laughs> to deal with the hatred that has been spewed by the president. I mean, that's a fact. Fact. That's a fact. I mean, that that's that's the way they're feeling. So you you get a sense of relief, and that's what I was saying. You know, again, I don't love Joe Biden. I'm not like, hey, but you could feel the temperature of the room, at least in most places, not where his supporters are, the loonies right. Uh, right. who are suggesting that this election is. A fraud. You know what? I want to bring something up here, Joe. Um, and this is something I, I always forget the gentleman's name, but he is a New York. He, uh, he's from New York, and he he's a commentator. He's a radio personality, and he talks about the Yankees. He talks about a lot about baseball, and he claims he's not a Yankees fan, uh, but you know he always you know pushes for the New York Yankees. He's a Yankees fan to the end. Always pushes for it. But what he'll do is. Every once in a while, just to give himself a little bit of credibility, he'll he'll knock a little bit on the Yankees, just a little bit, just so he can say later on, "Well, no, 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 I've 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 bashed the Yankees before." I kind of what I see is something similar. I hope not with Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Everybody jumped on Trump for 2016, 2020, reasonably so. He said a lot of stupid things. I genuinely hope that people, the same people that are saying they're not going to let up on Joe Biden just because he isn't Trump genuinely don't let up on Biden just because he isn't Trump. I mean, I want people to be on him. I want people to seriously look at what he's pushing for and judge it if it's sh- stupid. That's what I'm looking for. Don't just, you know. And judge if it's stupid. That's well, where your bias starts to show just a tiny bit. That's well, exactly on. why I want to talk about this right now, because some of the things that Biden is trying to do right now is an expansive economic agenda focused on increasing the numbers of U- in U.S. jobs, strengthen- strengthening the social safety net, fighting economic inequality, and the scale of Biden's plans now, they hinge on whenever whether Democrats will narrowly control the Senate and legislation. But Biden has also, his proposal says that he is going to bring back 11 million jobs and 670 billion gross domestic product wipeouts. These that words are really getting me right now. Whatever that is, yeah. Does that, does that make that. sense? Is that registering to literally anybody? Listen, Sorry. I don't know what that is. Here's what I do know. His economic policy calls for taxing people that make over $400,000 a year and is an upper-middle-class right. white guy. That works for me because I'm not there. So um, I feel, like when, you're, 11 I feel million like when you're getting into the 400K zone, if you're bitching about the taxes being too high, I don't feel bad for you. That's a lot of money to be making. You need to w- improve your spending habits, it sounds like. Seriously, 6 9 was on another podcast. He was complaining about having to pay $3 million in taxes. And to that, I, I cannot really have much sympathy for you, 6 9 Yeah, sorry. You made a lot of money. You pay a sorry lot of taxes. That. That's how it works. I pay a lot more in taxes than I did when I was broke. That's how it works. Yeah. You know, I'm not complaining about it. I mean, and that's the thing, even in the case that 
broke people had to pay more taxes, your taxes would be going towards things like your health care and stuff like that. So you wouldn't have to pay for it out of pocket and pay thousands of dollars when you go to the hospital. And even like I every time I even go to urgent care, I have to pay like 60 bucks as um like a what's it called? Like a your down uh, payment? Yeah, your copay. No, your down payment. My yeah. down payment right? <laughs> for a doctor's appointment. Well, not for nothing, but you know what? This is the problem with healthcare. It ends up being a down payment when you get the rest of the bill. If Literally. you don't have insurance, I mean, you'll you'll go broke, and and there there's no reason for that. I will say this though: when these dum dums all get back to Congress after their recess, I hope there's like an economic stimulus package coming from somebody because America is suffering. COVID is raging and no one's doing a damn thing about it right now. It seems like right now, the only thing you're getting from anybody is like, wear your damn mask all the time and don't go outside. That's what it feels like is happening right now. There's real no, there's no sense of leadership. And I appreciate that at least Joe Biden's coming out and saying things because Donald Trump, outside of his insane breakup tweets, has done nothing. And and the Republican Party, again, Connor, I mean, they, they could have done something with, with COVID. They could have done something with economic relief. Instead, what did they do? They said, we're they not locked doing in anything. That, Supreme Court. that was the only thing they were focused on. And yeah. that that's what not what we needed right now. They tried pushing. Uh, didn't now? I, now you nope. have to remind me. They didn't try. I can already they correct were, you. The Democrats put forth their second stimulus package in May. The the Republicans waited for about uh, waited like the day before. Um, the thing ran out to bring theirs to the table, and it was woefully short. Even President Trump told Mitch McConnell, "Like get get out of here with that." Steve Mnuchin uh, came with one point two trillion to Nancy Pelosi's one point eight. And Trump said to Mnuchin, go big or go home. Trump was talking about doing something in the 2.2 to $2.4 trillion range. Number one, because he was smart and he knew that you'd blow the Democrats out of the water by offering Americans more money. You would look like you would look like you were like being a hero and saving Americans. Instead, Mitch McConnell was like, I'll take the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And that's all he cared about. I don't understand the play. All I can assume here, guys, is that Mitch McConnell thought they were getting destroyed in this mid. Like He thought they were getting crushed in this election. And it didn't work out that way, as you observed, Connor. No. I mean, this country is a lot closer than I think we all thought it was. It's pretty split. But at the end of the day, if you look at the number of people who didn't vote for president at all, it's striking. How many people were like, I don't care which of these idiots is in charge. It's not going to make a difference. And they voted locally. They voted in their state. And they just chose not to get involved in, uh, I think, what only can best be described as a national shit show. I mean, uh, I'd actually. Oh, to, uh, to anybody who did not vote, I think that you definitely just need to inform yourself on the harm that you are actually causing to yourself. Because even if you feel indifferent about it, and you should still vote, because nobody can really be indifferent. Politics literally makes your whole life, like everything revolves around this. So for also for you to not care about people's what should be basic human rights, and unfortunately is not in this country right now, or is being held at jeopardy for you to not care about anything like that or even have like you're not even opposed to it you just don't care at all about people like this is life and death for most people uh, I don't know, and Joe, <laughs> I would like to bring up a tweet that was recently tweeted now on obviously uh donald trump is the king of twitter he tweets and tweets and tweets and that really is kind of he personified the tweet but um there is a tweet that that went out by uh congresswoman alexandria ocasio-cortez and i'd like for you guys to uh i want your thoughts on it uh, the tweet read is anyone archiving these trump uh psychophants 
I, I think that's the word, for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future. I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. Uh, LOL, at the party of personal responsibility, being upset at the idea of being responsible for their behavior over f- the last four years. Uh, what are your thoughts on that tweet? Well, everything that she said was correct. Trump's tweets are getting fact-checked right now, and people are saying, literally people who work at Twitter, like 21-year-olds who work at Twitter have enough brain to be able to say, you know what, even though this guy is our president, and it's so shocking, never before have we seen this, people are discrediting our president and saying you can't listen to him. That is insane. You don't find like something wrong with that. Trump is literally not only using hate speech, but like he's claiming that there was malpractice in something so big like that is a really big claim and i kind of talked about this last week on the difference between people who are in office and people who have the authority like donald trump versus a regular citizen's freedom of speech trump can't say that kind of stuff while being in office he does not have the same kind of free speech rights as we do and that is written in the first amendment that is true I, There's I something, not maybe those direct words, but the free this where talk about free speech is the First Amendment. Well, look, <laughs> at the end of the day, if you're if you're I don't know if any of that's true, but I will say this. And I think what you're really kind of getting at is, I, I mean, the president of the United States can't be a dick. That's it. Like wh- whoever the president is, you you can't antagonize the other side for four years. And and again, Connor, if Joe Biden does that, that it won't go well for him here. That's 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 why we voted for him was to stop that kind of nonsense. But now it's time for the Republicans to get real and get on board. This 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 to to continue this here here's where I I have an issue because right now what the Republican Party is doing is trying to play Kate Trump and his supporters through January the fifth. That's when the special runoffs happen in in the two uh, Senate seats in Georgia. And the Republicans are afraid if they distance themselves from Trump now, there could be blowback in Georgia. What they're hoping for is for one last hate surge to sort of help get all the Trump's people out in Georgia on January 5th so that the Republicans can keep the Senate. Because if they don't, ball game over, and uh, they're just going to get. I mean, again, you you don't want that. So I understand. Look, I'll tell you this too, Connor. If if there's evidence of fraud, if there's widespread evidence of fraud, just let's see it. Bring it out. I I mean, Rudy Giuliani was asked where it was today, and he said he can't disclose it yet. But they have it. He says they definitely have it, but he just can't disclose of it. But why not? They've disclosed of everything else. Why? Right. This isn't Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't understand why we can't can't get this piece of evidence. So, Connor, am I right? Does this seem a little sketch? It does. Um, do I? Okay, so I do have an opinion on mail-in voting. And uh, before you say this is a Republican bias thing, no, I would have had the same issue with mail-in ballots for any election. And the reason is this. Um, the complications, I think, of mail-in voting are, you know, when you send in a mail-in ballot and any, you know, it, it has to go through a couple of different ways before it gets to where it has to be to be counted. Right. Um, And that's what, you know, and there were a lot of issues with the mail-in balloting. They found ballots in all different kinds of locations where they weren't supposed to be. And some were counted and some weren't. You shake your head, but you're wrong. But if you fact check that, the vans that they were holding the ballots in was full of camera equipment because it was a news crew. There's video footage of people outside being like, "There, they have ballots in there. There's ballots right in there. They're misplacing our ballots. And then they swung I'll around. I'll tell you what I'll do. You said you people are insane. I'll tell you what, I'll, tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'll grant you 
that there were isolated incidents of voter fraud. Oh, yeah. And the only, honestly, incidents that I've seen have been from Trump supporters saying that they voted twice. It doesn't matter. Hold on. (laughs) I don't need, don't care who. I'm just telling you, there certainly, certainly would be instances of voter fraud. I don't know why you're against mail-in balloting because the military has been doing it since World War II. Um, Mail-in balloting. That's, that's how the troops vote. That's how Trump votes, actually, from his residence in Florida. He has to cast the mail-in and ballot. Um, the problem is actually not that uh, that there was fraud with it. The problem is, is that not every state has the same law. Some states didn't allow the ballots to actually be opened and counted until after the polls were closed. And so yeah. now you suddenly have 40,000 mail-in ballots. That's going to take some time. Some states, as soon as the ballots came in, they could start tallying them. Some you could start the morning of, some uh, a week or two out. Okay. So we need universal voting laws in this country. I think that's the one thing where states' rights are stupid. It's it's time to get a universal ballot. It's time to get universal voting rules. So it doesn't matter where you are, where you go, that the rules are always going to be the same. That's the only way to have free and fair elections. As for the proof, Connor, yes, again, we've seen four or five isolated incidents of like a dozen, no more than 30 ballots total. Right. Not nearly enough to make up the 8 million vote difference though, right? No. So again, I would say, you know, listen, Connor, in in any election, there's going to be, whether it's mail-in voting, we've actually seen more issues uh, with people voting in person than we have seen with mail-in balloting, uh, if you actually want to get technical about it. But either way, it's minuscule. You, we, I mean, listen, we got 67% of the of the voting population that come out this time. That's the most we've had in ages. Mm-hmm. We can't usually get 50% of the people to come out. I mean, where do you think the where do you think the fraud is? Also, I would say this, and I and I think it's particularly disturbing to hear Republicans talk about this. I mean, if you if you know anything about the polls or voting or if you've ever worked a poll or you have any involvement in your community or the voting with your community, you would know that there's not just a whole bunch of liberals in the room just tearing things open. There's a Democrat sitting with a Republican. There's always one of each. To keep it unbiased. To keep Constantly it, to counting. Keep it and whenever an issue arises, they, they have a conference. And if they have to call somebody, then they call their respective leadership to get, like, a consensus answer. Okay. That's how it works. So, again, this idea – this is what I hate about Trump and what I hate about the Republicans right now, Connor. When it's convenient, you'll trash the military. When it's convenient, you'll trash the police. When it's convenient, you'll, you'll trash poll workers. Whenever it's convenient, right? The FBI's uh, was spying on Trump. Yeah, you know, okay. The FBI's the bad guys, and the Russians are the good guys. Tell me that story. That was weird. Because I'm not buying it. No, that wasn't weird. You know what that was? A lie. A lie that many of you bought hook, line, and sinker. The FBI. The FBI are the bad guys, and Vladimir Putin, the dictator. And the former communist Russia are the good guys. It's a, it's, 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 that's, it's a, a that's a problem, Connor. That's a, that's a Connor, and it's, it's, a really, it's a really difficult thing to explain. Again, the party of family values with Trump at the helm, it's not a good optic. That's not what family values looks like. That's what white trash looks like. Pretty much. We might as well have Mama June and Honey Boo Boo up oh, there. Oh. <laughs> that would be an interesting presence. Right, that's a little rough, Victoria. Am I wrong? Even I wasn't going to go. I wasn't I, quite going to go there. Like, <laughs> if there's evidence of voter fraud on a mass scale, and I don't believe there is, they need to shut up or show it. Yeah. There was an interesting, um, there was an interesting article uh, by the Washington Post today that talked about uh, QAnon or, you know, the, that conspiracy group that has no basis. Mm-hmm. And they were, and they were, uh, the, the, the article stated that many of the former believers of this, you know, idea are starting to kind of jump ship and say, we, I th- we think we got played. 
There was an article in the Washington Post based around that. If you look it up, because I know this, this is no. Listen, uh, hold on. Yeah. Here's what I would say to anybody who was a Trump supporter. Look, I was a Republican for a long time, and the last bunch of years, I didn't like it. It, it didn't feel right. It felt like bad things were happening. We had bad ideas and felt bad ways you about even voted people. For him and I once constantly felt the need to tell people who knew I was a Republican that I wasn't a racist without them even asking. And I shouldn't I shouldn't ever have to feel that way about my political party. That's 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 terrible. Right. I, I, I didn't want to vote for Hillary Clinton, but they made me. They ran. Mm-hmm. They ran an insane lying clown. And she was clearly the more qualified candidate. Well, facts. Obviously. That's how I vote. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm I'm going to vote for what's in the best interest of, yes, myself, and also for my country. But she like has said, already like, even look, been like in I said office. Last time, like I said last week, there, there's, not a, there's not a tax break dollar figure, Connor, that's going to buy me selling out other people's civil rights. Never happened. I think can't do it, won't do it. I, I think, think that goes against everything that America's supposed to be. I think with with Donald Trump, the reason you know people were so on board with him at the very beginning was a similar reason that I was kind of on board. It was this idea that there was that there is things going on behind the scenes in the government that we don't know that they're not telling us. And Donald Trump was going to be the guy that was going to really call him out. He wasn't a part of the system before he's an outsider. He's not familiar. You know, he's not really associated with any of them. And he was really advocating that. And people were like, yeah, let's go. This is our guy, including me. And I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, embarrassed to say it. I'm kind of the same way. I, I, the idea that having a a group of people that serve you and then not knowing what they're doing behind the scenes, you know, something, something about that just didn't make me feel very comfortable. Then, you know, once he got in, right, you'd think, okay, now it's going to kind of start to, you know, really get to work. And instead it went like this, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, now I'm not so comfortable. Eh, I really don't like you. That's kind of how I started to feel about Trump over the years. It was, it was, it it was so great watching him kind of scare these people. And then, then he, he just ran to the ground and that's why he lost. That's why he lost. People lost faith in him. I lost faith in him because he took an idea that I was super excited about and he just couldn't let it go beyond himself. Victoria, how much, how much do you know about QAnon? I mean, I know enough. I know that it's just all conspiracy theories. I know you don't understand. You don't understand the loss. These people must be feeling. Because oh, I they, do. Because I know they, that they really believe this with their whole souls. Because oh, it's yeah. really easy to convince. Let me tell you this. White men who feel like a lack of power and like are believing in this like white, like, what are they calling it? Like genocide, the white genocide. Like everybody who believes in the white genocide, like QAnon is like a safe place for you, you know? So it's like, why wouldn't you believe into that? Like that is like... I get it. Like I totally get why they blo- like yeah, believe the, that. The, the idea that the that the Democrats are Satan worshiping, baby eating pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, ba- no, not only uh, baby eating, baby face wearing. But listen, around. I mean, what an absurd! Like you, you have to be. I think, and I don't, I don't mean this as a as a as an insult, but as as honestly caring. I think it takes a certain amount of mental instability to believe that all of the Democrats worship Satan, who's not a real person or thing. Yeah, that was some pretty shady stuff. Listen, QAnon. And even funnier, real quick, even funnier is John F. Kennedy, our president who was killed in 1963, who was a super liberal and a big fan of the civil rights. Mm hmm. The idea that these people somehow believe that his son would be a Trump-supporting conservative is almost as loony as the idea that the Democrats are a cabal of Satan-worshipping baby eaters. It's that's that's all I'm saying. It just it sounds absurd. Again, just the idea. The idea that the Democrats were running on uh, introducing the socialism in Venezuela to this country. Like, 
I, I literally, literally did. Connor had smart Republicans say to me, why would you want that? And I was like, I mean, are you guys, are you joking or are you stupid? Because you, you can't possibly think that 77 million people were like, that's what we want. That's an yeah. absurd, absurd thought. And right. this is why I say weekly, if you're reading something that sounds insane and it makes your skin boil like you want to get a gun and go to a pizza shop and start shooting at the at the that floor was so messed up i remember that listen if you're getting there somebody's really screwing with your head i mean yeah i, I just don't think that any of that is realistic i mean especially when you really think about it why would we be like we want free health care but we like want to just have like no food or resources well, uh, we just again listen like Fuck. I mean, in, in, in communism, that's the idea, right? Everybody sort of gathers the resources together and, and supposed to kumbaya. And, and as everybody knows, Lord of the Flies ensues and the last man standing. And it's it gets ugly quick. Yeah, no, we all read that book with the yes. pigs and the, yeah. you know, we all did it. We know yeah. that that's no blend. That so what's Nobody going wants on that. here? Right. Past it. Yeah, that was like... For anybody watching who hasn't, whoever hasn't read Lord of the Flies, definitely go check it out. It's a very good book. Dude, listen, let me tell you something. If Joe Biden and the Democrats introduce socialism, Connor, you and I could lead the revolution to stop it. Okay? You know what? I'll join you. Um, I'm going to say something that I never thought I'd actually say, and this yeah. is going to be kind of shocking. Uh, I'm a big capitalist. I, I genuinely believe capitalism is a great system with flaws. With flaws, it's not perfect, but it's a good system. It has flaws, but it, you know, I believe that capitalism can be improved on, and 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 things can get better with capitalism. I don't think so. I don't think all aspects of socialism are necessarily bad. Never thought I'd say that, but I genuinely, I think, I think that there, are, you know, what the idea of universal health care could potentially exist, co uh, coexisting with side by side with a uh, private healthcare system. Sure. I think that's real. I think that can happen. Yeah, that's a and Bernie Sanders that. Connor, right. I, I know that's the crazy question. <laughs> Do you see, know again, it, it, hold on real quick because see I told Connor I'm like I I told Connor I like I said go go see what Bernie Sanders is really talking about. Don't don't listen to what people are He's telling you that crabbing. Bernie Sanders is talking about. Bernie Sanders is a big fan. If you have private insurance, keep it. As long as everybody's covered. Mm-hmm. If everybody was covered by private, we wouldn't have a problem. But not everybody could swing it, and not everybody's offered the bennies. I've watched. So, so some people need the state stuff, old people and 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 the disabled and and whatever. And but for nobody is it better to have nothing? Like for right. nobody no, is it better? For nobody to have is it nothing. better because again, the cost will always get passed on to people who are either receiving care, who can pay for it or people who just get insurance who will see their premiums go up. And the more pe- the less people that are on insurance, the higher your rates are going to go, whether it's private or public. Because, again, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. The idea is the more people, the bigger the, the pot, the happier the insurance companies are, the rates can stay low. So... But yeah, we do. Again, Connor, you're you're not wrong. And 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 why should any one system have to be perfect? No, capitalism is not perfect. It's pretty damn good. It's worked for a really long time here. Yeah. And and you're right. There are elements of democratic socialism, like military and post office, that we love and already enjoy, and will when will continue to to use uh, to complement what capitalism. Uh, we're fall short, I guess it I would should say. should be ingrained the idea of, of like a universal health care system that is considered, you know, socialist. I think it should be ingrained into our capitalist system. And that's what I think. That's how I think it should happen. I don't think it should be. I, I've heard uh, some of the Bernie Sanders supporters say we should go full socialist. Not a fan. Um, but I don't. I have kind of met the middle ground on the idea of a universal health care system coexisting with people that have private health care and want to have their own doctors, et cetera, et cetera. Can yes. you just tell him, Victoria, what uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are about as far as the socialism is concerned? I don't, I don't think he believes me. 
Well, first no, of all, I just like wanted to start off with just like the definition. Why is Oliver so trying to make me do things? Oliver, I'm not I'm not gonna react and, and make hand gestures. Oliver, like seriously, like you're acting like we're like a catfish on like Tinder huh? or something. Like I'm real, Who's I promise. Oliver? Like <laughs> stop that. God it's okay. weird now, dude. <laughs> seriously. So go ahead. Go, go. Um so, I, I think I know more than you guys think I do, but I'm, I'm ready to listen. Go ahead. So socialism is a political and economic theory of social organization, which advocates that which advocates the means of production, distribution and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. So I just like, have you ever gone to the community pool? Yeah. That's uh, a pool <laughs> that everybody in town can go to yeah and you get to use it if you live in that town that's socialism like in its most basic simplest form oliver it's okay uh but no we're we're real people with uh (laughs) different political views just trying to bang this uh this whole year out because it's been insane 2020 has Um, (laughs) and we're just trying to make some just trying to make some sense of it just trying to trying to get this president out so we can get a new one in and uh yeah Victoria and Joe, where are you guys seeing these comments? I kind of want to see these as they're going through. I, I can't see these. Click. It's don't do. If you see like there's two columns, one of them says private chat and one of them says comments. Oh, no way. Holy way. God, these out. way. Oh, wait, I'll, 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 <laughs> it's Connor's first day in. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Check yeah. out Rip MAGA 2016, 2020. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. But, the time is all right. Over. No, it's it, listen. It's more fun to read the comments when the show's over. Um, <laughs> It is. Trust me. Yeah. No, listen, uh, Connor, again, if if they were about to lead us down the path of like, you know, abortion down the street corner and Antifa running the streets. Regardless. Connor, you know, none of us would have voted for that. Right. I mean, I feel like you know me well enough to know, like I, I as much as I don't like Trump, if the if the alternative was Antifa is going to be the police. Or or serve the role of police as we're defunding them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have voted for that guy, Connor. Actually, you know what? I, I, it's funny you bring that up, Joe. Uh, I remember the first time I was on here, uh, and I had brought up the. Uh, I remember we were talking about it. It was with uh, the three of us and Rob, and we were talking about. Uh, I was talking about how uh, the KKK and Antifa, right? Um, and you said Antifa is not a traditionally organized, you know, organization. They don't have a, a building. They don't have like. Well, a, I didn't say that. The FBI said it. The, the FBI. FBI that's said that. The Trump organization okay. also said it too. Like, like people okay. on his team and stuff even said that. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just remembering that because now you're talking about how you know Antifa, you know, you know, technically like running the streets. But, you know, how can they really run the streets? It's still like an ideology, right? Antifa. Exactly. That's why, that's why so I'm I was. Just, you know, I was being facetious when I said that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's what people really do think. People are convinced that it's like sixty-five people who just want to destroy America. That that would even be a possibility. Is what cracks me up. I mean, right? Like, we want riots in the streets, and I, I mean, to hear some of the things. And like I said, look, it's one thing if I'm talking to people who I think are dumb. (laughs) <laughs> and I meet plenty of dumb people, but I have I have good friends uh, and I, I do listen. I have I, I have friends who are Trump supporters who I know are smart and decent human beings. And right. I know that the reasons why they give me why they're still voting for him speak to something different than what I think they're telling me, because it, it, it can't be for the tax cuts. The tax cuts were too small for all of us that again the idea that you would sell out other people's rights like how much for, did you get six hundred dollars like for real like calm down i know people telling me they're making like an extra hundred bucks a month and like you know if that means that black people can't vote or gay people can't get married sorry and i'm sorry i just again i i i don't believe them i don't believe that they could possibly like that there can't be a number where you would sell out humans because if that's true, I don't want you, I don't want you on my zombie apocalypse team. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully there's no zombie apocalypse anytime soon. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, it's funny because Connor is pro-Trump. No, ish. 
and yes it, to all of these well, things. I can, I can speak by myself a little bit here ish connor do if you feel comfortable not, disclosing who you voted for or if you did vote at all i actually um and it's not and it was funny because i we were talking about this um uh, joe and i were talking about this i was at his house and uh, i didn't say who i voted for and mm -hmm. trump and, and joe said joe said he's like oh, the only well, that, people that who say that are trump people I, but I don't. I don't know. Listen, I, I don't know one Biden person who I was like, "Who'd you vote for?" And they're like, "I'm not saying." No, 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 no. no. Because there are I'll some people you. like myself who genuinely feel that you know, voting and and picking who and you want to vote for is a private matter. You know, if you want to vote for one person, that's fine. If you want to vote for another, that's fine. But that's why the voting, you know, the one person goes in at a time. It's it's privacy of voting. I could have voted for Trump. I could have voted for Biden. Nobody needs to know. Nobody's going to know. Seriously, and I and I'm not gonna tell you guys who I voted for. I could have voted for Biden. I'm not gonna say nothing. Mm. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to. But um, that's the genuine truth, though. Yeah. Well, you got me stumped. Um. Look <laughs> to me. Look it, it, at the end of the day, it it doesn't matter. I mean, the the votes are in. There was no fraud. Yeah, yeah, okay. We look. have a new president, and we we've got to start rolling forward here as a country. And I, I think the important thing is that you know. I mean, I think I think COVID could be the defining moment for us as a civilization here in America, where we all sort of band together and we're like, let's mask up. Let's quarantine through the winter. Mm -hmm. Let's hit the spring, get some vaccine. Let's get on Facebook, get super passive aggressive like we used to do. That was kind of neat. Right. Remember that you'd go on and you'd make some comment. And as soon as they would say, you just block them. And then you comment up melts and be like, yeah, let's go back to that because we've got a real serious problem right now with COVID. And Dr. Fauci says it's about to get a whole lot worse in the next four months. So, and again, I hate to say this, Connor, but thank God Trump is gone because we seriously need somebody uh, who's going to stop this thing? This thing's bad. Virus bad, Connor. Virus bad. Seriously. And if Trump would have won, I mean, he was putting out things and saying things at rallies. I think we showed a clip of it at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Always coming to like, yeah. Well, you got it wrong because I voted for Biden. No. Oh, my God. We yeah, got him to... No, Ooh, no, no, no. We, You're right. I'm sorry. We pushed it to that. I wasn't. I wasn't going to say. It. I really, I really wasn't going to say it. But I, yeah, I, I learned from. Well, that. I'm proud of you if you did it. Uh, and listen, like I said, look, I, you know, I told people after the first election that that uh, after like the first few months, first year, and um, I was like, look, if you say that you regret voting for Trump, it's not going to change your vote to Hillary. It doesn't mean that you're a socialist. You're not getting like a Che Guevara t-shirt for your troubles. Like it's nothing like that. Trust me. I voted for Hillary. Day? And I got to tell you at the end of the day, when I looked at my teenage daughters, I felt really good about myself. I felt like I put the country over my own self-interest because let's be honest. I'm a white dude. I used to be Christian. I think it's still written down somewhere. I'm still registered Republican. If if there's a uh, if there's a registry that they're making when the dictatorship of Trump takes over, I think I would be safe. You know what I mean? So I'm still registered like I'm good, but I couldn't do it anymore, Connor. I just I mean, I believe more in decency and humanity than I do in a religious or political ideology. And like I said, if the Democrats were to suddenly uh you know introduce pedophilia and and they're not going to connor i'm i'm coming up with the most obscenely insane i would be the first one to stop them dude okay trust me this isn't going to be bad this is going to make i'm telling you you can just see the look on people's faces i've noticed i've just noticed more people driving around in the last two weeks mm -hmm. we're in connecticut by the way for anybody who's wondering Right. Um, yeah, all three so, of us are actually in Connecticut. Um, and, and I see it. I see Americans are relieved. I mean, still nervous because of this. Why won't he concede? You lost by a lot. Listen, no matter what he says on his Twitter account, he's he's going to kind of purchase the snake oil of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> You're really getting it right now, Connor. No, real quick. That's okay. Look, as somebody, hold on, as somebody who's a Republican, 
Uh, and and I I cast my last vote for Mitt Romney, and I I, I regret it because I I really wanted to vote for Obama in his second term because I really thought the guy did a fantastic job, mm-hmm. despite my party's obstruction the entire way. And he talked about Russia a whole lot. Yeah. And from what I saw, and as somebody who knew who Paul Manafort was already, because some of us are actually more in tuned and aware of this stuff than others, I knew we had some issues. Uh, that same week, Russia was running war games in Cuba, right off the coast of uh, off the coast of Florida, and so that was the other reason I decided to vote for Mitt Romney. And since then, with the stance that this party's taken, I mean, I, I have eyes, Connor. I have eyes. I'm not religious, but I'm 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 more in touch with my humanity than I've ever been. And to see a party that literally seems to always come down on the other side of of equal rights or civil rights or just rights in general, I really have a serious problem with that. I told you, I grew up believing the Republicans were better. I don't think that anymore. No, I didn't vote for Obama, and I'm really sorry. Believe me when I tell you, I voted for John McCain because he was my favorite. John McCain was my favorite person um, he's my favorite American in the past like 80 years. Honestly, if I I'm not was gonna defend that, vote, I made a mistake. I, I might have voted, but I can admit it. Too. And here's hold on, here's what I would say. Because look, again, people are already starting to give me some gruff in the comments. When people see the light, does it matter when they do? If if a Trump supporter is like, man, you know what? I couldn't do it. I, I decided to vote for Biden. Why can't we just say thank you? Why right. can't we just say good for you? You know. I mean, you looked, you overlooked a lot of racism because that a lot of hate and a lot of xenophobia. But you know what? If you if you decided that love was the winner, that that you love your country more than you love your party and you voted for Joe Biden, I say thank you. Now I say it's incumbent on the Republicans to remember what what made them think they could stake a claim to being the party of family values and patriotism because the party that's colluding with Russia and I know there wasn't evidence of collusion but come on people we're not stupid that didn't sit right that can't that shouldn't that shouldn't sit right with anybody in any party that candidates were clearly looking for help from from foreign powers I like that I can't be in that party Connor to compare China and that situation to Russia and thinking that we are more threatened by the Chinese government than by Russia is absolutely insane. Both Russia and China have pretty uh, strong militaries, I would say, though. I, the Ch- Chinese have, have, have one of the— but They, uh, have, they had our back is the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. No, I didn't. I genuinely. I see what you're saying. I genuinely do. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and like, aren't trying to interfere in the election, and like, honestly, I don't know how people say that there's like not evidence. There like is. Uh, I, mean, I wish. Look, here's look. Here's the thing. If there was evidence that Trump had, I, I, I've often said this, Victoria that I almost feel like Trump is so stupid and so dishonest that the Russians were like, hey, look, we'll help you win this election. You're going to have to do something for us. And he was like, yeah, sure. Because Trump says that to plumbers. He says it to dictators. He says it to contractors. He'll say whatever. I don't think that whatever Trump's people were supposed to do on their end of the collusion, they just didn't do it because that's how they do business. So that's why there was no smoking gun. Russia did their part, and Trump was like, well, just say nice things about Putin. That's all you're getting. And that's what he gave him. That's why there was no collusion. But, I mean, it's it's very clear. I mean, our our U.S. intelligence knows full well. They, I mean, and, and Connor, the Republican Intelligence Committee put out a report, okay? Mm-hmm. They looked at the whole thing, the Mueller report, the Russian hoax, or whatever you want to call it, and they determined that Russia— was trying to help Donald Trump get elected. There was no evidence that Trump reciprocated anything, but they certainly were playing ball. Roger Stone certainly was giving Russia every indication that they were down to play ball. Mm-hmm. It's sketchy. 
It wasn't breaking the law. It's about as sketchy as humanly possible. So uh, there's a, a question in the comments here. It says, Victoria, are you a leftist? I am. And that's from Oliver Walters Clift. I mean, I would say so. <laughs> I've never uh, you are a... myself as a leftist. You, I, I hate that term. I yeah. hate leftist. That <laughs> literally sounds like what you would find in the jungle of Nicaragua. That's um, what Trump would call me. Be like, stupid yeah, leftist woman left. Uh, Although, look, I mean, I suppose, I suppose earn it. Uh, own it, right? I mean, that that's the term. But yeah, Victoria, yeah. and you're, uh, what's your thing? Uh, you're a zillennial? What do they call you guys? Gen Z. You're the Gen Z. Mm -hmm. uh yes liberal feminist sometimes um, i make jokes on here and nobody else gets it but like i i, I try to do it for the gen z you know what i'm saying so i'm like yeah. i know they'll get it like sometimes yeah i can't i i got nothing after pokemon <laughs> go uh Dude, i am like... i am uh i'm a gen x guy um i grew up republican and catholic and now i'm an atheist and a strong independent leaning left uh, because I don't want to vote against my own self-interest. Mm -hmm. uh, Connor right now is serving as as our, our right wing guy. We have a couple of couple of right wingers. Uh, yeah, right on Gen Z. Uh, we, man, we're the ones that are just holding it together through this quarantine, boy. The latchkey kids True. coming through as usual. Let me tell you um, that. <laughs> but you know, look at at the end of the day, independence drove this election. Independence was is what swung in favor of Biden, where they didn't break for Hillary. Because, and I get it, Connor. I get the idea of hey, he's a businessman and he's funding his own campaign, which was possibly the biggest lie he ever told. He most certainly was taking True. in money. Matter of fact, not only was he taking it in, he was stealing it and using it for himself. But that's that's something for the uh, state of New York to deal with uh, on January 21st. So that could be really interesting as well. He's going to have to handle quite a bit of of uh, legal issues after he's out of office. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting little show on the Trump end, which seriously, it, it will be because he's going to have to face a lot of. He's going to face time. a lot of laws. Well, you know what? The way he <laughs> I mean, is, Trump says everybody for jail, but I think that the only person that we're going to be seeing there is him. He's the ultimate deflector. And, you know, again, Connor, here is, here is one of the other big only lines I use. By the way, only second to his son. Donald one Trump of the other there. big lines I use to try to convince people why they shouldn't vote for Trump before this election. Right. I said, if you truly believe in Donald Trump and you believe in everything Donald Trump says and Donald Trump's the president of the United States, why isn't Hillary in jail? That was something, well, that was something that he kept pushing over and over and over again. He said, we're going to get her in jail. We're going to get her in jail. She's right. not in jail. So, you know, there you go. There's another lie. <laughs> Something there. That, that's what I'm there. saying. I mean, look, everything the guy said is a lie. Donald Trump, I will give Donald Trump credit for one thing and one thing only. He's a great communicator. Donald Trump recognized that the wealthy people get away with murder. Victoria, I know it sucks, but I'm going to say feel something. Like he's great at communicating lies. He's great at telling you. But here's, because, because in his, listen, in his simpleton mind, he thinks that Hillary and everybody just flaps. The, because, you know, and Hillary famously said, you have to have your public opinion and your private opinion. And I would assume as somebody who knew Donald and who, who he knew Hillary privately, he knew how she really felt about things. And I, again, you, you see that my favorite thing about Trump is whenever Donald Trump's asked a question for the first time, the transgender thing is one of a million examples. His first reaction to where should transgender people go to the bathroom? His answer was wherever they want. And then the Republicans were like, that's not that's not what we think. And then suddenly he was like, well, they, they can't use their own bathroom. And then literally the next day, he completely changed his tune. Donald Trump in his mind is very liberal, but he's playing to the conservative vote. Hillary, on the other hand, very conservative, playing to the liberal vote. Mm -hmm. So Same don't necessarily vote Biden. Uh, we, we put a lot into. Oh, he is. Joe Biden mm -hmm. is an old conservative Democrat. OK, and it's great he's that he's buddies with Obama and he's super excited and he's got a black female vice president. And that's great. And 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 that could hopefully start to, you know, kind of kind of kind of swing him a little bit left, because I, I could tell you. And this is another thing I've been telling people. And I said this to Connor. 
He said, how do people, how do people govern? I said, presidents govern down the middle. 44 in a row governed down the middle. And then this jackass showed up and was like, ah, I'm just going to be the president of like my followers. And the, the problem with that was, as you can see, he's got less followers than he got haters. Hmm. True. He got a lot of haters because it's yeah, not it even in this country. And we talked about this. I think it was last week. Joe, you said that you didn't like it, but even other countries are making fun of him. They're putting him in a dumpster at museums. Other countries even know that he is so stupid. We are like the laughing stock of the world. Get with it. Frank, you know, I love you and I appreciate all the love and support that Frank gives all of our shows. And by the way, Frank's on tomorrow night on the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show. So make sure you check out that awesome CMG podcast. Um, I do. I, I think I, I, maybe he won't go to jail, Frank, um, because I think he may Epstein himself. But I'm joking. That's not going to happen. I do think he's going to seriously be facing trials um, as soon as he gets out of office because he does have some serious issues with both the Trump charity, mm -hmm. Trump foundation, um, the taxes, the state the of taxes. New York is all up on him. So uh, whether he goes to jail or not, rich people don't go to jail in this country, as we know. Um, maybe they'll sentence him to like a year at Mar-a-Lago. But that's um, the thing. We don't not, know how much money And they won't let him tweet. Has. That's the thing. I cannot, I do not think that he is actually as, well, I know that he's not actually as rich as he portrays, but. Right. Well, know. he owes $403 million to Deutsche Bank. Lori Lachlan is going to jail. She's actually going. She's rich. Yeah. She got the For funding. like eight days. If I, we can get Trump in jail for eight days, that's great. You know, I here's the funny that. thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am so excited for President AOC and like tap the brakes right now. Um, I like AOC a lot, and 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 I think you know again she's be, she's been victimized by the fact that a she's really attractive, and I, mean, I think sexy. But why she couldn't be a why can't she no, be a president? No, no, no. Listen, I, let me get there. <laughs> let me get there on the AOC because I'm a big fan. I do. I think she's tremendous. Um, you got to listen to what she says. Th this means don't listen to what Ben Shapiro or Tucker Carlson are telling you that AOC said, listen to this young woman speak for herself. Mm -hmm. She is an extremely intelligent and very educated person. And Connor, like you, she's also uh, a Hispanic American and, and a proud one at that. She mm -hmm. upset a long-term sitting Democratic congressman because he was, he was in a very um, minority-based uh, uh, district and he wasn't really doing anything for him and right. she got she just started going door to door and she unseated him and then ran in the actual election and she won it she was a person who was sick and tired of watching her local democratic congressman not do anything for her people in that district and mm -hmm. so she ran against him a darling of the democratic party by the way joe cowley was not anymore. So they're, I mean, look, these guys are for real, man. They're serious. They they want to fundamentally change America, not to Venezuela's socialism, mm -hmm. but to to a, a look, they want to invest in solar and 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 energy for the future, Connor, so that we're leading industries and 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 creating industries that'll be worth billions of dollars and with high paying. Uh, long-term jobs. I know Donald Trump likes to make construction jobs. How long does a construction job work or last? About six months, right? Well, then it's built. And when it's built, you're done. The job's over. So these are real jobs that will sustain people. They wanted to take these coal miners in, 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 in Virginia and in West Virginia and teach them how to, how to do solar paneling. You guys could make a ton of money. This could be the world's hub right here where these stupid coal mines have been killing you for generations. And they're too stupid to take that. I would like to get your take on global warming and the global crisis that is at hand. And do you actually believe that we have seven years? There's like a world clock going down. I think it's in, I think it's somewhere in New York and it's going down 
basically till when we have until the world like just bursts into flames or we just all have to be like hunting each other for resources and like by killing our dogs i don't know like do you really believe in that or do you think that it's just like a myth that the democrats are making up you're asking me yeah like i really want to know like what you think about that because like that is a real concern for people is that the earth is just not going to be we're just not going to have a chance for humanity anymore after seven years no i don't think it's hoax i think it's real genuinely i think it's real um i believe that we need to really get our act together about the environment um there are a lot of old habits we still have i like the idea of solar power i like the idea of wind power um there have been talks about nuclear power i don't know let's do some alternatives i like the idea you know, of, uh, of a healthier planet and that sh- that should have been something that I was don't starting know why um, so opposed to that green new deal system. boy i mean the green new deal again credit to, to donald trump and the republicans who boiled it down to AOC doesn't want you to eat hamburgers or fly in airplanes to visit your family. Yeah. That's what they, they took this amazing package that was going to just completely fundamentally change our economy for the better. And by the way, I want to point this out. When I say, why do you like Trump? And you say the economy. And I say, what do you mean? And you say the stock market. I say, shut your mouth. (laughs) The stock market is the absolute worst indicator of the economy. If you want to talk about unemployment numbers, I'm cool with that. If you want to talk about um, minimum wage, if you want to talk about, you know, I I think you measure your economy by the poorest among you, not by the richest. Right. And knowing so few people are actually invested. I'm invested in the stock market. I got to say, Dude's been killing it. But when you take all the regulations off business, well, of course, business is going to kill it. Why wouldn't they? There's no restrictions. They're, they're, I mean, they're back to dumping crap in our water again. That's one of the things that Donald Trump lifted that I hope Joe Biden uh, immediately locks down. Uh, and real quick, because I'm being asked, I'll just go a step further. My thoughts on police reform are, again, the Democrats are so stupid when they come up with the names of these things. Defunding the police. If you understand what it means, it's brilliant to take some funds away and and allocate them to other people who could respond to these domestic violence situations so that we're not putting armed, steroid-ridden, insane racists at times uh, into people's houses when the temperature of the room's already a little hot. Um, I think it's a good thing, and I think you should invest – look, I think you should invest more money in things. You should invest more money in the police department. And not on weapons and tanks, right? But on training these guys how to be human beings, because and making sure that you look at, making sure you have enough feet on the ground in your city. However big your city or town is, there should be enough police that there's a police presence. A a you know when the cops are walking the beat downtown, that's nice. It's where they know people. It's where you see less crime. So, so yeah, I, I, I think we do need – I think we need to reform a lot of things, but certainly the police. We've talked about this 8 million times, Black Lives Matter. I know black people get killed by cops at an incredibly disproportionate rate. I don't think white people should get killed by cops either. So I, I definitely think Black Lives Matter, but I also take an all-lives-matter approach to police violence. The police shouldn't be killing and bashing people's brains in for taillights. This is this is not this is not Nazi Germany. We, right. we don't we don't allow that sort of stuff in this country, and and neither party ever should. I, I also do. have a real issue when murder becomes a partisan issue. That's crazy. Should that, that guy that guy had it coming? What the There's police? No the police are law enforcement. They are there to enforce law. They are there to arrest, apprehend. And then that's when the that's when the next part of law enforcement takes over. That's the judicial system. You are not judge, jury, and executioner. If I have a taillight out and I don't have my my license expired for two weeks, I shouldn't die that night. Seriously, that's absurd. It shouldn't if I'm black, and it shouldn't if I'm white, or if I'm a man or a woman. It shouldn't happen. 
So, yeah, a lot's got to change in this country. And, and, and listen, he might be kind of a dope, but I do think right now America needs a grandpa. Like a good, not your crazy racist grandpa. For real. The one on the other side, the real nice one that pulls butterscotch candies out of your ear. That guy. Can't relate. Don't ask. And that kind of rubs his face. Let me tell you something about Joe Biden and the weird, creepy nuzzle. I have relatives, (laughs) men relatives, who kiss me on the lips. You're, you're Italian. That's just oh, yeah. that's not like an everybody We're, thing. That's like a huge stuff. Thing. I do. I have an <laughs> uncle who will, he loves to nuzzle. He's a, like he just he like you're like all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's some weird. But but listen, you know, I I learned a long time ago that you have to respect people, and that if you respect people, it, it just goes a long way. I, I remember when the Me Too movement hit Victoria. Mm-hmm. I said to my wife, I promise you. No one's going to say anything about me because I, I, I've always treated women mm-hmm. and I've always treated men and I've always treated white people and minorities and everybody with the same respect that I would expect to get back. Because that doesn't happen to people that are innocent. And if you are, it comes out real fast, real quick. There's always <laughs> real fast. Biden is the grandpa, the nice one. That's funny. He is. He's my grandpa. He's the grandpa that I never had. And again, Oliver, I'll tell you, you know, Black Lives Matter as well is is really the messaging there. And the smart ones, we get it. And it's the people who were like flipping out about it. Only black. Like, oh, my God, people. Does it say that? Does it say that? This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Like, we're better than this. We're better than this. Especially when I know we are so many hundreds of times, people just still pretend to not understand. It's just so frustrating. I'm sorry, I gotta just jump in on one more thought. Yeah, Frank, look, you know, I I I work with the police a lot. I've I've in in my 20 years in 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 the media business, I've done a lot of work with the police. And I'll tell you what, the guys that I work with are amazing people who give a lot of their free time. And don't they don't need to. There's swim coaches in town. There's soccer coaches and baseball coaches. Some of them don't even have kids that play or don't have kids that play anymore when they do this kind of stuff because they're all really involved in their community. But the police, the police union has to start getting – it's just like the Catholic Church. Want to know why I'm out of there? I mean, police yourself. Mm-hmm. If, you've got a, if you've got a monster in your midst, stop shuffling them around. Stop protecting them. You got to protect other human beings above all else. That's what we're here for. Like that, that's literally what we're here for. We do have to take care of this planet. If you've ever watched a video on the history of the earth, my God, whoo, we got to take care of this thing. Oliver, thank you so much for watching. We're on thank here uh, every Monday night. We'd love to have you back. Seriously. Um, and look, like my my promise, Connor, to you and to to everybody else is as somebody who truly sits in the middle, I'm never going to left. I'm never going to right. I think that's dangerous. You're an independent thinker. You have to be. I wasn't for a long time, Connor, and it's why I was both a Christian and a Republican. Um, and now that I think for myself, I although I look at the Democrats and I'm like, whoa, slow down, Johnny. <laughs> um you know, I don't want to tie myself to an, an ideology because, like I said, look, to me, I still think that the Republicans, if they're smart, they're going to go and, and they're going to fix themselves to become a relevant party in this country again. And in order to do that, you're going to have to lighten up on the social issues. Plain and simple. You, you, you're going to have to get behind the gay marriage for sure. Uh, we could talk about abortion another day. Yeah. You like that, Victoria? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that next. If you can give us gay marriage today, we'll talk about the uh, about the abortions later. Yeah. On. For anybody also, just real quick, for anybody that likes to say that Trump is like for gay marriage. And like I saw Tiffany go up on this thing and be like, yeah, I love the LGBTQ community i love them and like she just forgot out all these letters and it was just this entire monstrosity monstrosity oh my god i cannot speak but trump has just so publicly never supported gay marriage so for anybody that is just spewing that nonsense i will i'll send you i'll text you a clip i will facebook message 
you a clip of Trump saying that he just outwardly does not support that because it's just gone on for too long. This is absolutely nonsensical. But anyways, thank you. Uh, thank you everybody who decided to watch us both on youtube and facebook this has been fun loved responding to all the comments tonight it's like my favorite part of the show so you can always find us we're doing mondays at eight from now on we're on facebook youtube you can also find us after the show if you want to catch up on our previous episodes we're on apple Podcasts. we're on spotify we're on all that you can find us everywhere it's so awesome so hopefully next week i'll have something else that i can show you my show and tell of the week this week was my shrek cup stay tuned for next week what i show you also maybe we'll have rob because he just never came but you can also watch his show right now i'll piss you off shortly also make sure to turn in to connor's chat room he just did an interview with me that's also on the clovercrest media group you can find us we're all together all of our shows are connected thank you so much for watching <laughs> what's up connor say it you oh it. i was just gonna oh, <laughs> yeah that's okay i was just gonna say real quick listen you know what um i am the like you know the republican kind of voice on this show but listen um i i understand that you know sometimes it's gonna be a little bit of pushback and that's okay really it's okay you know you know coming on this show i understand that that's gonna be something that's gonna be you know coming in and that's totally all right you know i i know that going in and it's still fun i, I learn you know that's why i'm here to be a little more of a humanitarian republican voice that's all so I let's understand. Just, uh, let's be open-minded. Let's hear each other out. Let's talk it out. Let's not fight. Let's not hate. Let's figure this out. Because, like I, you know, I've been saying this for months. Nobody's going anywhere after January twentieth. Maybe Trump to jail, but no one's going anywhere otherwise. So we're gonna have to work it out. Especially not us. Bye, y'all. That's it. <laughs> hey!